good. Hey, everybody, this is Rowan with Preggers Can Be Choosers. This is the afterbirth support group for anybody who's got a little one or a big one or just likes us and wants to hang out. Also, if you need uh, community or whatever. Um, this is peer-led support. Even though one of us is a therapist, this isn't paid counseling. And we are brought to you by Pat Greer's Kitchen here in Houston, Texas, and then also Midwife in the Heights, who helped us craft about a million postcards, and um, we're looking for somebody else to help us craft some more postcards, and Adila might be interested, but I didn't follow up very well on that. So let's see what else. Um, we just try and be kind and loving to each other. We say, hey, um, this is what I did. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. If somebody poses a, a situation, we never say you should do this or lay any heavy trip on people. Um, this is all, um, we're all together and we can see each other now, but in the recording, it will just be audio. If you are, um, don't want to have your hair exposed or you have some type of culture experience that you can't be around um, male identified people, then, um, or if you're breastfeeding or whatever, um, just turn your phone down or turn your, your, um, you know, your video off if that is a concern for you. And if you're in a place where you may not be safe and you don't want to vocalize, then feel free to write in the chat box and I'll um, vocalize it for you. And I think that is it. So let's go around and introduce ourselves and say anything that's going on for us right now. And then we're going to lap around back to our topic, which is feeding our kids, how they behave and feeding ourselves and how we behave. <laughs> I'm having a little uh, problem with Easter candy right now, so I could use an intervention. And I feel like Easter candy, y'all, is the devil. It's way more seductive than Halloween candy for me. So those little Cadbury eggs, not to like be the gateway person for you, but anyway. So um, anyway, I'm Rowan. I'm a newly licensed midwife here in Houston, Texas. Um, I'm part of Preggers Can Be Choosers. And um, that's what I know right now. Okay, who wants to go next? Hi, y'all. I'm Tiffany. I'm in Houston, Texas. Um, mom to three-year-old and four-and-a-half-year-old girls. Um, we are in the midst of moving and combating sickness at the same time. Um, so universe was like, oh, you don't have enough stress here. Here's a whole bunch of germs for your house. Um, but, uh, a good thing that I did finally went to the dentist after too many years plural, many years, and it really wasn't as bad, you know, as I was making it out to be, and discovered that it's not like the dentist or anything that I have a fear of, it's the needles in my mouth. So as soon as they had to numb me, I could feel my heart racing and, you know, clenching the fists, and that's what the trigger is. So knowing that was very helpful, um, had to have some deep cleaning done and, um, still have a few more appointments to go through, but so far so good. I, you know, I took the, the biggest step and, um, yeah, so that's about it. Big snaps on that, big snaps. I just spent like every other week going to the dentist and it was 
a lot. And a lot of times I would hit the CBD or THC vape pen before I went in and I would take a little unicorn stuffed animal with me and I would make the dentist hug me. And I had this little script that I would make him say before he got out the needles. And he would say, this is going to be terrible, but we're here together and we can get through it. Cause he would always say, Oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, screw you motherfucker. It's terrible. I was like, so I would say it, say the script, say it, tell me the, tell me the words. And his teacher would come by because it was a, clean, a dental school. And the teacher would come by and they'd be like, um, what are you doing? And he goes, she makes me say this. I'm like, say it like you mean it. Now you have to hug me. Okay. So I had to like train this guy. And he was the first generation in the U.S. from like the Middle East or whatever. So, And he had like a closet kicker habit. Like he was a really interesting dude. But yeah, the needles. And they like come out and they're long and they have like metal stuff on them. And they look like freaking Edward Scissorhands and I especially had a hard time after I had the Kavanaugh bullshit because I felt immobilized and not listened to. So that's a huge, big step. Tiff, good for you. Good for you. All right, Caitlin, you want to go? Uh, hi, I'm Caitlin. I live in Northeast Houston um, in Cleveland. Uh, I have a four-and-a-half-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. And we're starting to look at preschools for our four-and-a-half-year-old. Um, he turns five like five days after uh eight days after the cutoff so this year he'll he's actually starting pre-k even though technically he we thought he was ready last year um but we were kind of denied because of his age and the um, birthday cutoff so here we are um looking at like montessori schools because cleveland um where we live does not have good programs um and we're gonna have to pay for pre-k no matter where we go so we might as well look at a program that we like because we uh, we won't qualify for pre free pre-k in texas so that's what we're that's what we're doing i'm getting thrown blocks i'm getting thrown with foam my son my one year and a half year old is throwing foam blocks at me currently so that's super exciting Hey, what are you doing? All right, Dr. B, what you got? Hey, I'm Dr. Blythe. Um, chilling today. I am back in the saddle and studying for a big test, which is clearly ramping up my anxiety. Um, but this is, we have decided that this house is the house where people pass tests. Like Rowan passed her test. My husband passed his test for EMS. So uh, we have decided that this house in Houston is where people pass their tests. So um, we're going to Marfa this summer, like every summer for my mom's death anniversary. So we, uh, I have the plan of taking the test before I go, um, which is smart. So it's like 15 weeks and this is uh, like a 14 week study program, um, but I keep getting thrown on these little curveballs, And so like Rowan's having to help me manage my anxieties over that. Um, good thing I have a therapist and a psychiatrist. So we're all going to do this so I can pass my test. Um, and then Coraline had her surgery yesterday, um, her non-repro depot surgery. Um, so she's laying here by my feet and she's super grumpy. She's like, but um, this is the special sauce. And um, Rowan's friend, Lindsay, uh, is really big into homeopathy. So she got me to make the special sauce. So we just call this special sauce. And I'm supposed to blast it. That's what she keeps saying, blast it at the bottom. So that's what's happening over here. Taking care of my kid. She's down here. Okay.
All right, and uh, Patty, do you wanna, um, can you introduce yourself or can you be vocal or no? Does, is it working technology wise or? Hey, can you hear me? Oh, yes, we heart, we can. Okay, cool. Hi, everybody. I'm Patty. I'm in um, basically Port of Spain, Trinidad and Tobago. I'm a midwife here. And I logged in because um, I miss Rowan. <laughs> and um, also, I'm very curious how this works, because what I'm finding is that we have a monthly uh, postpartum support group at our birth center that no one comes to and so I'm finding I'm realizing that this is a real option because Trinidad is very much into being online all the time and the internet is good here so this could be a real option for my birth center um, for all the women who can't get it can't come physically to the birth center so I'm watching and learning so thank you I'm super pumped that you're here. And yeah, when I heard your voice, like it made me like tear up a little bit. Um, for y'all to, um, to just kind of go how I know Petty is um, like, um, I think I learned about you online. Like Petty is a really big deal. And so um, I learned about you online and then I think we friended each other or I friended you and you were um, a little bit suspicious of me, which is fine. And so, um, and then we met up one time at a conference and we just like had a quick visit and I just really liked you. And then um, Petty was going to school in El Paso, which is my hometown and um, needed some extra support one time. So I just got a plane ticket and came out and just loved up on her, on them. And then, um, and then I had a big meltdown when Susan died and Trey left me. Like it was a big mental health and I'm totally going to edit this part out of the podcast, maybe. And um, I had a huge meltdown. So Patty came out and supported me and loved on me. And it was like uh, a turning point for me for getting well again. And then I continued on with my midwifery apprenticeship and got where I am now. And, um, and we just like each other a lot. So, <laughs> so it's, um, it's great. So, okay, so let's I would say, like, can I interject that it may be, Patti, that if you hadn't come, Rowan wouldn't be a midwife today because it was really close to fuck it um, because her heart was so broken that when you came out here, um, it, it really, like, gave her, A, the love that she needed in her heart and the, like, you can do it and we still need you to be a midwife even though everything sucks right now. So thank you, Patti. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that because I didn't, I couldn't even tell how bad off I was. I just knew it was bad and I didn't have any way to figure out how to get out of that. And then Patty was like tough loving. Mm. Oh, and Patty um, met Lisa, Tiff, met our girl Lisa. And Lisa, I've forgotten that Lisa's mom is from Trinidad um, or her dad is or something. Like when you talk to her mom, she has the accent and stuff. But anyway, so like there was all these like different like, you know, layers and that he was fixing to go to Trinidad and Lisa knew Trinidad. And so anyway, um, but yeah, no, there's no way, man, I would have like crashed and bread. I would have drank. I would have, you know, whatever. I'd be working at the 7-Eleven if I was still alive right now. So um, yeah, bit mad props. Like it took a village and Pati was certainly a big part of this. So um, maybe we could talk as a group for a hot minute about how this group came to be. And then that would give you, Patty, some like idea on how to do it because it's not that hard. And here's another thing, and I'm gonna let Dr. Bly talk about this, but um, we're seeing a lot of emulators pop 
up. And <laughs> it makes my sister really mad, but I think it's, it's all right. I think originally our plan was to have a, a support group um, every day of the week by Preggers. Um, and I had to just do a reframe by having all these little ones that keep showing up like ours. Um, is that, okay, great. Like there will be a support group every day of the week and we don't have to do every one of them. So that was my cognitive reframe to all these people who are kind of like followers. Um, and, you know, we've been taught by teachers that when we have a really great idea, of course, people are going to steal your idea um, or, you know, want to, to, to do what you're doing or, hey, can I pick your brain? Um, so we put this up on Wednesday and had a, a, this virtual one. And then here comes PSI doing one on Wednesday. And I was like, uh, okay. And then I was talking about it in a group and LaShanta Edwards, who's a person here, she was just like, it's always been there. And I was like, well, where was it before we had it? You know, like they didn't market it or I don't know. Um, but she said it had been there. And then now there's one since we moved it to Tuesday. Now there's a virtual support group that's every week for another birthplace on Tuesdays. I'm like, Okay, so I think it's great. I think the more choices that we have, the better. Um, definitely our people are like similar and like-minded. We have like lots of tattoos or mohawky hair or we don't give a fuck or we say fuck a lot. So <laughs> the right people come here. And it's funny, we see the same people um, each week and we have some couple people come in and out that are different, but um, it, it's definitely, this is our tribe vibe for sure. Um, and it, someday I will find a better word than tribe, but we are like, you know, the, the posses. So, so okay. well, I think the thing that made you mad about this last person is that it was so clearly written in our style of vocabulary. And it's another person here in Houston. And it's like, like, you know, yeah, like almost legit a copy steal. Yeah, like they stole some copy. The voice was the same. It was like, come on, get your own stuff. But um, what does work, I think. Petty is that when I enroll a patient for preggers, then I send um, a link to this group and I already have them start coming because you can come when you're pregnant. And it's actually kind of nice with the cross pollination. So Mama D, who's not here today, she's great. She's Muslim. She's pregnant. She's also a local doula. And, um, and so like, she's really cool. Like, so um, I, I just like that. And we talk about cross cultural stuff and Ramadan and, and things like that. So that's really nice. Um, but I think, um, yeah, so I have people enroll. When they join Preggers, I have them enroll into this group. And then we're just going to keep it going. And we've had up to like 12 people at one time. And then, um, you know, and now we're kind of small, but it's okay. And my practice is growing really strong, guys. So I think I'm going to start inviting people, even people who interview me to be a midwife, yes. but don't want to join, you know, like for whatever reason, don't join my practice, that um, – they still get to come to the support group. So that'll be another thing. I uh, have two interviews set up on Saturday for, with two new couples. So um, I'll start putting it in there and see what we can do. Really. And when my patients have a baby, they switch to virtual therapy and I always send them a congratulations card. And I'm like, yeah, you had your baby. And I put our postcards in there to remind them like, you know, here's another place that I want to see your face. Right. Because yeah. part of this, like we started this, um, oh, we've been doing this for a year and a half maybe yeah a year and a half so this has been going on longer than i've been a midwife and um we originally just wanted this the re our goals was to provide more support because like that's real scary there's not enough support options and then two it's free and um three you can join while you're nursing you know or doing whatever at home you know like it's chill 
and then you just have to have a good internet and then um the fourth thing is that we wanted to kind of start branding preggers can be choosers and so um and then the fifth thing is i wanted content for the podcast so that people could even listen in the middle of the night and so and i'm real surprised people who um oh flying yep okay that's good um for people like people are actually listening to this podcast because people are like oh yeah i got an instant part pot because you know you guys talked about it one day or oh i did this or you know like it's just good so we've only managed to get like four of them up because it's a big ass process so it's funny to me that all the people have heard our instant pot pot (laughs) (laughs) so anyway and mostly it's just that um you know we wanted we wanted to like be here together and so maybe kate or caitlin or uh tiff maybe you guys could like talk about how this group is what it has done for you because you guys met through the group correct yeah all right so when you guys talk about it please so we started having um play dates um because i was having a really rough time and tiffany reached out and said hey do you want to get the kids together and now um we've been getting together almost weekly um to let our kids play together and we get some mom time and I've been helping Tiffany pack or, you know, try and get ready to move or do the things, you know, we don't live especially close to each other, but it's almost, but it, um, it doesn't matter. Like it's, it's worth it for the five, six hours that, you know, we get to do something, even if it's just, we get to talk and our, cause our kids are very good at entertaining them each other when they're together. So there's very little intervention we even have to do. So that's been awesome and then on a different note like it's regrounding because it's it connects me with parents and I can help as now that my kids are starting to get a little older of what I did do in those situations um but other parents you know because we all have ranges of child ages in our group too that you know it that it never stops like the parenting never stops and there's always a new challenge and it's nice to always have someone to bounce that off of and reground you to tell you you're doing okay right on right on and that was the big focus that was the big part of the goal right like just so we could i don't know sometimes you just need an adult's face to like kind of look at okay that was gross yeah that was really gross or no it's not gonna work or oh what an asshole you know like if somebody tells us something about somebody so yeah 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 good there's something else i wanted to say but now i can't remember so all right. Oh, I know. I want to talk about the cost real quick, just transparency. So, Petty, what we do is we have, um, oh, I'm supposed to say that in the intro, um, like a donate button or like, and so every once in a while, people will throw us 25 bucks, 50 bucks, you know, they just, if they have it, they'll, they'll put money towards it. And um, the uh, ongoing cost for Zoom, I forget how much it is. Do you remember, Dr. Blythe? It's probably like 50 a month, I think. Yeah. So it's $50 a month. Because we paid for it so that way we can have the HIPAA compliant version of it. So you get a BAA with it. It's important that this is our HIPAA compliant platform. Yeah. Um, Okay, so there's that part. And then uh, it probably, so it each takes an hour of our time of mine and Dr. Bly. So we can do it independently and we have each hosted it by ourselves, but it just seems to flow better if we do it together for some reason. And um, let's see, what else are the costs? Uh, One of the local midwives made the cards to donate to put in we made some postcards on zoom that was about a hundred bucks and then uh hosting the podcast and stuff that probably takes about fifty dollars a month 
and it's not a strong component and it doesn't have to be that's just something that we wanted to do and um and digging around trying to get it into podcast format that takes forever so that's where the biggest financial stuff so if you just do the support group but when you do stuff on zoom it saves an audio and a visual so and the audio you have to convert it into a different format so that people can listen to it later um yeah, so you can't just like, but you can like share the audio, I think, like in an email or something, if you had like a mailing list and wanted to send it. Um, but in order for it to be a podcast, to go through all the podcast channels, you have to do it differently that way. Um, and Caitlin makes a good point, the maintenance of our Facebook group. So we have a Facebook group attached to this, which I think is great because we hardly, you know, I'm hardly in it. You guys tend to, you know, have relationship stuff in oh, there. Oh, right, right, right. So. so we have a Facebook um, page for Preggers Can Be Choosers, and then we have a group for people who come to the podcast. So, um, or like people who come to the support group, and then my idea is if they missed it, they can just listen. Like I'd link the podcast in there and stuff. Clearly, my system is a little weak here. But Get anyway. it. You've been going to school. Easy. I know. And look, here we still are. Okay. So, okay. So I think that is all the cost. But yeah, we had a sponsor. So, um, and so I, and I just announce them, you know, like this is our and sponsor. And the sponsor was Dr. Blythe for a long time. Kind of still is, just saying. Yeah. The sponsor <laughs> is to totally Dr. Blythe. Thanks, Dr. Blythe. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Blythe. Because um, I think all our Zoom stuff goes on Dr. Blythe right now. Anyway, we're here. So those are the costs. I just wanted to make sure that you know that. Okay. Anything else that we can think of related to this group that we can share with Patia? She creates it or doesn't or whatever. And if we think of something later, we can throw it in the chat box. And they can also just join ours. Like you, if you want to have your own, that's cool. But if you want them to, you know, have this option, we don't care where you are. So we've had people from Baltimore. I don't think we've had anybody out of the country yet. What is going to happen? Well, she's out of the country, so it's her. Oh, okay, right. Yes. Well, she's a friend, but you're right. Everybody who's on here is a friend of ours on some level. Okay. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> okay. All right, so talking about food. Well, we got, oh, Mama D did log in from out of the country. That's true. She did. She was in Japan or something. Okay. Food, Easter candy, anybody else need an intervention? Hit me. Oh, I'd always need an intervention with sugar. Um, but so we're noticing that Skylar is super obsessed um, with all things candy and sugar and refuses to eat pretty much anything other than that. Um, so we can't keep it in the house. We, you know, have to limit where we go. Um, because it's almost like he just won't eat anything else. And it doesn't like it, he'll eat fruit, but again, that's super high in like natural sugar. Right. So then we're just having trouble with that. But we also notice a huge difference in his behavior when he does have sugar versus when he doesn't. Um, so it's kind of trying to find the balance of, you know, because it's not like my kid's never going to have a sucker, you know, it's not like he's never going to have a cookie. Um, that's an unrealistic expectation to put on him or me. Um, so we're trying to find what the healthy balance is for him so that he knows how to limit his own intake. I mean, he's four and a half. So, I mean, there's a certain amount of responsibility that falls on me but how do you parent to the point that you know that's not what they're asking for all the time and how do you teach self-regulation at the same time without it being mom's rules so. 
And then for us, when we eat Whole30 or a more whole food food diet, we all just feel better and it changes our attitudes and things. Um, so that's what I got. I feel like sugar, you know, like it's totally an addictive substance, right? But like we're swimming in it all day long. Um, you know, how does your family react when you start doing Whole30? Like, is everybody like terrible for the first week or not everybody's chill? All right. Are you changing another poopy diaper? No, sorry. I have to change so that I can move and be plugged into the wall comfortably. Um, so when we start doing like a whole 30 thing, it's maybe, you know, cranky for a day, but it's nothing because again, we limit so much anyway that it's not really changing a lot of what we eat. It's not going from a completely different diet. It's just removing the last few excess pieces. So, you know, it's like when we want to detox or something, then we do it. But otherwise it's not like it's an everyday occurrence that we're having sugar or you know something like that so it's not as extreme as it was the first time we did it but mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. all right what you got tiff um well i mean my girls love sweets but caitlin's right like i've never seen a kid more like into sugar than skylar um with our kids we allow a treat every day after dinner but sometimes the treat is applesauce sometimes it's a parfait but sometimes it's ice cream or a cookie um i guess it was about a week ago last week it was right before their, their grandparents came oh it was the day after willow's birthday party because we still had cupcakes and they didn't take a nap, so I thought for sure that they would want to go right to sleep after dinner. They did ask for a treat, and I didn't really want the cupcakes like sitting around for a while, so I let them each have a cupcake with icing, and bedtime was horrendous. Uh, they just wanted to like run around. No one was listening. No one wanted to brush teeth. They didn't want to get changed. There was, you know, crying and it was just, it was horrible. It lasted like an, an hour and a half, which is totally not normal. And after that, I was like, no real sugar for after dinner treat. You know, they can have applesauce or fruit and they are still like asking for treat, but I try to get it in somewhere during the day as opposed to right before bed so that they have the time for it to like get out of their system and sometimes I'll say like in the middle of the day just giving them like one piece of candy I'll be like this is dessert this is treat for the day we're not having treat after dinner and sometimes they'll still want fruit but you know I don't mind giving them fruit or applesauce it's like the high octane sugar is seriously gets to them. And I've been giving Willow one piece of candy for pooping in the toilet. And she does not forget. As soon as she's done washing hands, I get a piece of candy. She calls it a secret piece of candy because there was one day I was trying to get her 
to have her piece of candy and not let Lily know about it. <laughs> so she calls it her secret piece of candy, but Lily still gets it too, even though she didn't do anything. So that's like a little thing that I have. I'm like, well, you didn't do anything, <laughs> but I still have to give it to her because, you know, Willow's getting it. So I do see it more so with, you know, the fake sugar, the corn syrup, the refined, the high fructose and all that. Um, and they love it, but I'm definitely trying to regulate it more than really than ever before. Got it. And Caitlin, what happens when um, uh, Skylar just eats like a bunch of fruit all the time? Does he like eggmanic or nuts or? No, it's just that he won't eat anything else. Got it. Got it. He's yeah. a fruititarian at like four or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Like he just, he won't eat anything protein. It doesn't matter whether it's meat or peanut butter. Like he won't eat peanut butter. He only wants the jelly. He wants a jelly sandwich. He doesn't want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know, it's like, it's, it's just with lightness. All right. We have a bonk head. Okay. All right. Willow is a little bit of the same way with just regular foods. She doesn't really like vegetables. She eats a lot of fruit and a lot of dairy and carbs. She loves bread. Mm -hmm. um, but I noticed that, you know, if she doesn't get a lot of protein for a couple of days, she'll eat a ton of chicken at dinner or she'll eat all of her eggs in the morning. So even though she's not getting it every day, her, her body's recognizing like when she needs it which is good, but um, she's had problems with low iron. So I'm trying to like sneak in the spinach and the smoothies and, you know, really do everything I can to, to get her iron up. Have you um, ever done, you know that stuff we used at Hottie Hoop Camp, the green um, that's minty that you can put in your water, the chlorophyll water? You think she'd go for that? Maybe, just because it's like a different color. Yeah. It doesn't really taste any different, so I could, you know, I don't know, call it watermelon juice or something. I don't know. Well, sometimes it has a slight mint flavor. Oh, okay. I don't know. Julie's the one who knows about that, or do you know where that's from, Dr. Bly? Uh, when we got it to go to Ghost Ridge, I just ordered it on Amazon because I had it and I could get it because we needed it right away. Um, I can go get it and show you. Is it liquid or powder? It's liquid. Okay. Yeah, I'll go get it. You guys keep talking about yourselves. Okay. All right. So that's an option. Huh. I wonder would Skylar do it too? I wonder if like getting him loaded up, and I'm not a nutritionist, right? So like, I'm just throwing out ideas. I wonder if him having like maybe one day when you guys are together, if he tries the green water, maybe that might help to regulate some imbalances that maybe the sugar craving is. Like, what if we like put our alternate, you know, like thing outside the box hat? Like, is there something that's not in his system that's, feeding the sugar craving or is it you know the kid just hopped up on sugar has he always been like this when you know did it get out of control at a certain point like did you have a gut inflammation I don't know just thinking um one of the things we've started trying is the empty plate um which I found in a parenting book that was let your kids put, like fill their plate with what they want um because that's what adults do right like we fill our plate with the things we want from the things on the table instead of us handing you a plate going, here's what you get, you know? 
even at a restaurant, we get to order how we want our plate served to us, right? So letting them like pick their own foods out and he's trying more and um, some of it's helping, but it's, it doesn't change the sugar desire. It's like, okay, well, how about if I eat this much then I can have, and you're like, no, like it's, it does just because you do this doesn't mean you automatically get this. Um, because sometimes we've used that in the past, but now it's like a routine and it should be an every time thing and not like the exception. So, um, yes, it's constant negotiating, constant with everything. Um, and he's my negotiating child. Like he will negotiate anything and everything, um, down to cleaning his room. Like you have to, you know, bribe him to do anything. Um, rarely is it anyway. So it's just finding that, that balance of bribing versus, not bribing versus you know and seeing it or I guess him looking at it as a bribe versus a normal incentive got it got it all right here we go so that's nature sunshine liquid chlorophyll and it's pretty big. I think this bottle was like 20 bucks and it tastes like mint. I mean, I think I threw away our old one because uh, we didn't finish it. It says purified water, methyl, paraben. I'm not so sure what that is. Spearmint, a um, bunch of shit I can't say, but the chlorophyll is the primary thing derived from a natural plant source. I'm sure it is. So, yeah. When does it expire? Mm, I don't think it had an expiration date. I just know we, oh, this says 2020. Oh, it did have, I didn't even check it. So this is five of 2020. I knew we'd had the other one since like, I don't know, the third hottie hoop camp. So it was kind of tired. So I got this one. It says pH balancing, digestive tract detoxifier, supports detoxification, upregulates phase two enzymes, fresh mint flavor. I like to just put it in my water all the time. I even have some at the office in the fridge. So. I'm also thinking outside the box for some of my clients who are anemic or having difficulty with blood builders and like postpartum, right? Like that's the thing, you know, especially if you've had any type of a bleed. So, all right, look, we're all thinking outside the box today. Go us, go us. All right. Well, how about in ourselves? What do we notice when we feed ourselves better? And um, does somebody in your family have a sugar thing, Caitlin? Or like, I'm not in your family, but I totally do. <laughs> he didn't get it from me though. So what else we got when we feed ourselves? I mean, I find that like, I just eat candy when I'm out of the house so that Skylar doesn't see it, you know, um, which is even worse because then I feel like I have to hide it all the time. Um, but I mean, diabetes runs in my family, so it's not like, you know, you're going to escape it. But then when aunties come, they want to sneak him candy, except for the aunt that now lives with the one aunt that lives with us now. We went from one to two to one. Um she doesn't do it anymore because she sees the effects. But like we just had another auntie come visit and give him candy. And of course he told us immediately and she's like, that was supposed to be a secret. And you're like, dude, no. 
don't do that. <laughs> like, you know, but then like we're going to Easter at grandma's house. Like there's, you know, so thankfully Nathan's parents are really good about asking me first um, or like limiting and giving one or something, you know, things like that. But it doesn't matter. Like we're going to grandma's house and it's Easter and it's expected that there will be Easter eggs filled with candy. Like, Yeah, we just had uh, the grandparents visit and he went out and got, um, grandpa went out and got pie and donuts and churros and, you know, first thing in the morning, he's like, how about we have donuts? And I'm like, whoa, 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 you got to eat real breakfast first. If you want a donut, you need to eat a bowl of cereal or have a banana with peanut butter. Like, you're not just going straight to donuts. Like, that's pure hell for everybody in this house, not just mom. <laughs> and that's another thing, like just other adults being like, oh, here you go. Like, hello. Remember me and a mom? How was it received when you said like, no, you can't eat that or like you um, like made them slow their roll? I think, I think you got the hint <laughs> because they didn't really, he didn't offer you know, treats again, really after that, because, you know, it, it's all right if they've eaten and I get it, like, you know, family's in town and it was just her birthday and they want to just, you know, eat whatever while they're here. That's fine. But, you know, like Caitlin said, they need to really check in with parents and, you know, Barry doesn't know. He doesn't really, it's like, whatever. So, with me, it's more like, whoa, excuse me. <laughs> I'm the mom, and this is what's up. <laughs> I remember people trying to give my kids stuff, and I was like, no, no, no. Which, of course, made me totally popular, but I didn't care. I also remember you telling the story about how you let the kids eat all of their Halloween candy for one night, <laughs> and then the rest was gone and let them puke it up. Oh my God, I'm ready to do that for Easter and for every holiday. Here you go. Eat as much as you want. Get sick. That's fine. It'll all be gone tomorrow. I'm, I'm at that point. Aversion therapy. <laughs> I was thinking that when you said, you know, that he just doesn't, he can't self-regulate. Like, I was wondering if you've <laughs> tried the, you know, let him binge and see how it works. Because if he does get sick or a tummy ache or throws up, like he'll understand like, hmm, the only thing I ate today was chocolate or only thing was candy. So, I but mean, then I personally, also I'm the one who's going to have to clean it up and I'm yeah. also the one who's going to deal with the, I yeah. my stomach hurts and I'm yeah. going to be the one to deal with all of it. Right. Yeah. Or the, you know, race yeah. car hyperactivity. You know, yeah. I, I say suggest it, but I, I haven't done it with the, with the girls yet either. So I don't know how that would work. But at the same time, like, I got to try something. And that seems like it's the next logical step. Because, you know, you haven't exactly spent all the time in the world with Skylar. But even you can see that he's just, he's obsessive about everything. <laughs> like, it's just, it's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. You tell him, okay, we're going to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for, for lunch. And then it's time to eat lunch and he gets a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and he's upset that that's what we had for lunch when we had planned it. So I don't know. I don't even know what to try anymore. 
I know that I got that idea from letting them eat everything from people who um, start at the Hershey's factory. Like I read this a lot. I read the book about it when I was a kid, like in the fifth grade, that when you start working there, you can eat whatever you want to off the line. And it's only for like the first three days or something. You can eat whatever you want to. So they get, you know, like so everybody's like, and I'm sure maybe now you can't eat while you're working, you know, maybe this is a thing in the seventies. I don't know, but you would just eat. And then everybody would be like, so like, Oh, you know, I'm just going to do my stuff and not eat any of this. I don't know. So like somebody was real smart at that factory. I don't know. So I don't know. That's what you do when you read an autobiography. Hey, I, in the um, chat box, I put um, a link to a Facebook event that I thought was really funny. That's in Buffalo, New York. I have a friend who moved up there and the picture is hilarious. It's of a spiked um, Easter egg hunt and this like, guy's face with the bag. And that's <laughs> so that's all I could think about like when Skylar and getting some sugar, yay, for the Easter egg hunt. I don't know. Maybe it helps. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> so I don't know. I know with Rose, she was super picky about food and stuff. And um, but it's interesting because I rose raised Rose as a vegetarian, even though Carolyn would want to eat a steak every day at three when she was pregnant. I raised Rose as a vegetarian, never vegan, but vegetarian. And now all that kid wants to eat is meat. Like, um, she does not eat as much chicken though. Like I've noticed, like Beth and I noticed that she, uh, picks through her chicken, but, and she has some weird eating stuff, but like, she's totally a carnivore. So that was interesting to me. Like I raised her one way, but she totally is naturally this other way. So and we talk about it now. I was like, you know, look, I just, the best I could, I was 23, you know, and she was like, you were 23. She's 27. Now she's like, you did so good for 23. I'm like, thanks. So anyway all right well if you do decide the the eat till you throw up or whatever maybe it's a good day to do it when the weather's nice and you can be outside all day and you can just like zoom all over the place and throw up outside and you just hose it off to keep the dogs out of it i don't know that's just practical half-ass parenting right there so just some suggestions all right well we're at 11 49 so we're almost up with our mostly just talking about what works best for us food wise and what doesn't work for our kids. Anything else you guys want to add in or say in or any other random thoughts you're having? Patty, do you have anything? <laughs> she might have wandered off. Oh, she sent me a note. She says no. All right. <laughs> what do you guys think about the topic for next time to talk about like how to move with children? You know, like what is that like? And you know, since it's really real for you right now that we could kind of like share and um, since we eventually will have all these up as podcasts, I think the things that you're like the data you're collecting right now might be really, really helpful and things that might've been helpful for you to know before going in or I don't know. And then can we like clap and cheer and love on you and support you a little bit through this process? Um, so I just thought about that for a topic. Yeah. I mean, by next group, it'll be April. Um, so I'll be, I guess, an expert. By, by <laughs> then. Are you meeting cats by then? Yeah. 
we are out of here the 31st. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, we'll have a lot of information. Okay, let's mm -hmm. do that if everybody's down. Okay. And if you can't come, then we'll just talk about you like uh, we love you <laughs> because we do. Um, we won't be disappointed. We'll just kind of brainstorm. But if you can come, that would be even better. One thing I want to throw out to the group is what do we want to do? So birth fair is the first weekend in October. And so is there anything that we could do to up our outreach at birth fair? You know, so just something to think about because that's a local um, Houston event. and You could possibly even go live on Facebook during birth fair. Oh, okay. Like, you know, hey, we're here. This is what it's like maybe even touch base with some of the other people that, you know, are in our community or are in your uh, doula and midwifery circle. Mm -hmm. uh, almost like a, a preggers meeting at birth fair, but I don't know. That just popped into my mind. Yeah, like do it on Zoom or Facebook? Either one, whatever you guys think or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good idea, Ted. What, Caleb? You could set up listening stations at your booth uh, to listen to a couple of the podcasts and have Jesus um, have like two or three of the podcasts up on different computers, and people can listen to what the conversations have been. Like, pick some of the best ones or something. All right. As an introduction. To <laughs> I <laughs> like that. That was good, Kayla. That's good. Okay. And let's just keep brainstorming because I would like for us to, you know, like I'm real proud of us. We've been going for at least a year. We've had up to 12 people. Sometimes it's just two of us. Um, and we've had now in Trinidad and also DC and um, logging in from Japan. So, and that was right, you know, because Mama D did check in with us from Japan because she needed us and she wanted continuity and support. So that was good. So, um, Okay, that's good. And we're and we're we're doing great. And our goal, you know, and my goal is just to get through school. So we got through school, getting preggers, we're gonna incorporate, we'll have this all legally done up. We have our cool name. Oh, that was another thing, Patty, that we um chose the name Afterbirth. It started out as It's the Tits, which I totally loved. It's the Tits support group. But um it wasn't uh gender inclusive. It wasn't, you know, like and I asked a, a friend of mine who's a trans dude and I was like, Would you come? And he goes, Hell no. Well, actually said probably not, which through the Colt, Dr. Colt filter equals hell no. So um, we changed it to afterbirth to be more inclusive. So that's yeah, that. Yeah, so now that one that uh, stole our copy, isn't it called afterbirth too? No, it was something else, but very close. Okay. Maybe it was afterbirth. I don't know. Like it totally, it looked like I had, it looked like writing that I had done like 10 years ago, like the copy, like it was really whatever moving on forward facing um you just don't have to pick like, this lady come on don't pick the same time the same day you know in houston like whatever oh and here's one thing is that we also have uh um we have a text reminder thing so that we encourage people to get on so that it it texts people at nine o'clock um the day okay. that we have it so everybody did everybody get a text at nine or no caitlin doesn't get one or um, okay, so you guys got it. Okay, Dr. B, would you put the link in there for Patty? All right. 
and I don't remember if that costs anything or if it does or whatever. It's like free initially, but if it gets really huge, we'll have to pay. And I'm like, great. That's a thing I want to pay because it'll get so big that I'd have to pay. Um, but it's like a pay per text kind of thing. So it's not really expensive, the one I chose. So, and if it racks up, it racks up. It's not, not a Zoom feature. Yeah, independent um, from Zoom. I think it's called Easy Text, but I looked at a bunch of them and this was the one that looked like the most user-friendly. I could make a form and it wasn't where I had to pay every month. I could pay per text and you get like a hundred free texts a month or something. So right now we're still in the free zone. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, it was easy, like the letter E and then Z and then text. All righty, my loves. Well, we're good. We're good. Okay, so in two weeks, we're going to talk about moving, being a wizard at moving. And then also, Caitlin, your mind works very logically like that. So that'll be good to get your thoughts on that. And then Tiff, you'll just have gone through the trenches there. And then... Um, we're just going to keep doing our best. All right, you guys. All right. Unmute yourselves if you can. And I love you. And I'm glad we're all here together. And I'll see you in two weeks. And I'm ending the meeting. Mucho mucho. Love you. Bye. 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 Thanks, Patty, for joining us. Thanks, Patty.